Welcome to The Artful Investor, a real estate investment podcast where we show you how to find deals, identify the do's and don'ts, and discover all the creative ways to get your real estate journey started. I'm Nancy Chillog, founder of 23rd Street Investors and host of The Artful Investor. My mission is to help you create cash flow through creative real estate investing so you can work because you want to, not because you have to. Life is short, so let's get started. Today, my guest is Patty Reddy. She is an artist and graphic designer. She worked in corporate America for years and finally got tired of the rat race. She discovered the lucrative world of short-term rentals, which allowed her to quit her job, avoid a long commute, and free up her time to do the artwork she loves. She is going to tell you about her journey and what it is like to be a short-term rental host. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, Patty, welcome to the Artful Investor. And uh, I want our audience to know that we go quite a ways back. Um, <laughs> Patty and I actually went to high school together. And then our careers diverged a little bit. Um, but in high school, we were in art classes together. And Patty, tell people a little bit about what you did um, with your art training. Okay, well, I got a fine arts degree in college. That's truly my love. I love to paint and cartoon and draw. I've illustrated a couple of books, and um, that's what I love to do. However, um, back in the day, I uh, got into graphic design after college and um, became a graphic designer in the corporate uh, corporate healthcare and. Um, I really enjoyed that, but you know that was my living, and my fine art took a, a backseat for a while. But that's uh, basically I'm just um, you know I'm an artist, and and I'm back into doing artwork now. All right. So when you were in the corporate world, I'll bet you didn't have a whole lot of time for fine art, correct? No, um, that graphic design is a very uh, fast-paced kind of job. And it is sort of, I call it um, creativity on demand all day long. <laughs> <laughs> so you really have to be under deadline, creative, competitive. And um, by the end of the day, mostly every day, my creative juices were kind of, you know, plummet, you know, they were kind of gone by then. And I really didn't do a lot of painting and drawing for many years. I'd go in spurts, but um, not for a long time. Well, and you live on a lake. And so there weren't many graphic design opportunities right where you live, correct? Right, right. So there, there were not. I, um, I had a commute, um, for quite for many years, um, that was 40 miles each day, each way. Uh, so that was an 80 mile commute for many years. Um, up towards Lake Michigan in the winter um, was, was not really what I would call fun. <laughs> lots of snow. Um, lots of snow and it was on a bypass, you know. So um, by the time I had that kind of very busy, very fast paced job and a long commute, uh, that that really did kind of sort of push my fine art under the rug, you know, kind of thing. 
but it, but it was good for a while. So what didn't you like about corporate life besides that commute? Um, I, I really was okay with the, the fast pace for a while, but after many years of that, it, it kind of wears you out in a way. Maybe some people thrive on that. I found out that I didn't thrive so much on that. And graph, or graphic design is good, but I know that fine art was always tugging at my heart. So, um, and it it's a business that is very computer oriented and you really have to keep up. And every little thing that comes along, you, you've gotta, you've gotta stay in it, which I did. You know, and I enjoy that too. But after a while, I wanted to kind of slow down and kind of listen to what was in my heart to do. So this is a show about real estate. And so far, we've been talking about art. And my listeners are probably going, why is this person on the Artful Investor? <laughs> so perhaps you can tell people what you decided to do um, with regard to real estate. Okay. Um, after the, the job with the commute, I, I took a job that was closer to home and it was not corporate. It was in a, you know, a smaller business and, and that kind of thing. And there was still, you know, where I live, I still had 28 miles a day to drive. Okay. So, um, I live on this lake and, um, was thinking I would just really rather not have to commute and, and thinking I would like to do something completely different than graphic design so that I can get my head back around artwork. And so we own this cottage next door to where we live on the lake. And it's been a, a labor of love and we've been working on it for years, um, but we had really been working on it the past couple years. That's my sister and her husband and I. And um, we finally got it to a point where I thought, well, I could probably rent this out on Airbnb and make a living doing that, um, staying home because I'm right next door and, you know, just enjoying and letting other people enjoy this. One of the oldest houses, uh, oldest cottages on the lake. Um, they're being torn down like crazy and there aren't very many left and I wanted to use it and share it. So I decided to quit the graphic design thing and start Air, an Airbnb rental. And it's worked out really well. And I'm back into doing some of my fine art. Fabulous. And I've yeah. seen the cottage and it's absolutely adorable. And I can see why people would want to rent it. And so did you just quit your corporate job or did you ease into this? How did that quite work? Oh, um, I had gotten out of the corporate job um, because I didn't want to do that commute. And like I said, I wanted to slow down a little bit. So I took a job in a sign shop in a town near here. Um, and it was still, you know, it was still somewhat of a commute because this lake isn't far from places. It's 14 miles from South Bend, Indiana, 14 miles from Elkhart, Indiana and 14 miles from Niles, Michigan. But with a commute, it's 28 or 30 miles to get back and forth. And that's still in the winter, not something that I wanted. So I did that for some years, three or four years. Um, and um, even though that was easier, easier than what I was doing, it was still graphic design and I wasn't doing my artwork and I didn't want to travel in the winter. So but when you switched over to Airbnb, did you just like cut off doing your graphic design work and start doing Airbnb full time? 
or did you ease into it still doing your graphic design but started airbnb while you were doing that I did ease into it because I didn't know how this would go. And I really, I still do some graphic design. I, I do enjoy it when it's not, you know, full on. That's what you do eight hours a day. So I eased into it. I freelanced and I worked with this. The last business I was at, I worked from home for them for quite a while so that I didn't have to come in. So, yeah, I was still doing that. I, I still do some, but this cottage has taken off where I don't have to do any of that if I don't want to. <laughs> And compared to what you were making in corporate America versus Airbnb, comparable, better, worse? Um, in corporate America, I was, I was making good money. Um, after that, it was probably half of what I had been making years ago. Um, but this Airbnb, and because I don't travel and don't have to do other things, um, I'm making more than I had been for the last five or six years. Fabulous. So now yeah. tell us what you do with respect to the Airbnb. Are you like one-stop shop? You're doing it all? I am one-stop shop because it's an 800 square foot cottage and it's right next door. So I do the cleaning. I do the, I offer a little bit, you know, like bagels and orange juice and, and fresh water. And I do the shopping for that and bring it back and keep it updated. I do the laundry, you know, I don't mind doing that. It's right here. So, and, and you're doing all people, the booking. I'm doing all the booking. Yeah. And you it's greet the guests enjoyable. when they arrive and deal with all the issues that arise. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. But Airbnb is, is good. And, and uh, so I haven't really had any problems. And how often are you booked? I am booked solid. I can't believe that people come here in the winter, frankly. <laughs> the winters are harsh, you know that. And um, I had people almost every weekend. They were like two or three nights and then I would have time. I left time in between this past year because of COVID. You know, I wanted to not back up back to back uh, people. So, um, but solid. I probably only had two weekends in the entire winter that no one came here and lots of wow. people from Chicago to, for a country getaway. Yeah. Well, it's an absolutely gorgeous lake. Yeah, it is. And have you freed up time for your artwork? I have. That's been so wonderful. That's the thing. Um, we have a little cluster of houses here. We live in one house on the lake and then the the Airbnb is next to it and that we moved a house across the street and we're rehabbing that too. And I have a studio in there. So, you know, I could become a hermit <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, I can go across the street and, and oil paint and draw and yeah. So well, I just love it. It's great when real estate can free you up to do what you love. It does. And now you had a bit a of a scare, didn't you? with Airbnb. Oh, I did just recently. Yes. Yes. So um, tell us what happened. Well, um, the township board, uh, this went through uh, various other Airbnb people and people on the lake like wildfire that um, they were going to have, they're proposing an ordinance to regulate Airbnbs, or we didn't know if they were going to get rid of them because that, that happens. You know, you can have an ordinance saying there's just too much of this. We're not gonna allow short-term rentals. 
So um, it was quite a large uh, Zoom meeting on that topic. It was a public, a public thing, um, but it turned out well. They, you know, they knew they were going to have some people that were upset without really knowing what was coming yet. So. Um, they talked us through it and want to work with everybody with the Airbnbs on the lake. They just want to make sure that safety issues are in place and that there are Michigan regulations where they felt they had to, like they said, ignore it or regulate it or whatever, or just let things be. So they felt they needed to have an ordinance. And um, that ordinance turned out to be okay. You know, I wish there wasn't one, but <laughs> it's going to be fine. And I think these things happen quite a bit. Well, I think it's a good warning for people that want to do Airbnb because, yeah. you know, the first thing you need to do before you jump into it is check to see if there are any local ordinances. Right. You might need to pull a permit. You might need to register and pay fees. That's and what we have better, to do now. Yeah. yeah, better that you know that up front and really should make sure that you aren't prohibited from doing it at all because, you know, you could buy or rent a place thinking you're going to do Airbnb with it and then all of a sudden you can't. Right. And so yeah. always better to check the regulations and come on short term on short term rentals because it's on any kind of short term rental, you know, uh, VRBO, Airbnb, just if you buy a place and want to do it on your own. So yeah, you have to check the local ordinances. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to let you pitch your place. Tell people how they can find this wonderful getaway. Okay. Well, like I said, it's it's close to South Bend, Elkhart, and Niles. I don't know if people know where that is, but it's really, it's, and it's close to Lake Michigan. We have a lot of people from Chicago coming in for a weekend getaway. So, um, you know, I'm on Airbnb, and it's called Rustic Cottage on Edward, in Edwardsburg, Michigan. And, um, and this is and on Eagle Lake. Eagle Lake, right. And if you look up Rustic Cottage, this will pop up first. And it's an 800 square foot small old cottage directly, it built into a hill directly on the water. And um, people feel like they're in a houseboat when they're laying in the bed up here and looking out the window and they just see water like they're floating down, you know, floating down a river or a lake. <laughs> and you're actually doing this podcast from the second store of the rent story of the rental. I am, which this, uh, is chimney behind me is from turn of the century. And um, yeah, it's, it's very cool. I shut the door back there. It's a little, little funny little bathroom. And th this is the bedroom upstairs to it. Yeah. And it's got a full kitchen and living room downstairs and it's got a patio and it's got a yard with uh, all this grass that goes right up to the water to a, and a long deck, or, or it's got a deck and then a, a long dock. Yeah. And the lake has sailboat races during the summer, which are yeah. always a blast. And it's wonderful to swim in. And yeah, anyway, can't say enough good things about it. And so they should look for Rustic Cabin on Airbnb. Rustic yeah. Rustic Cottage. Right. Airbnb and uh, in Edwardsburg. I mean, yeah. So. Edwardsburg, Michigan. Michigan, right. 
So, well, fabulous. Thank you so much for being on The Artful Investor. Oh, sure. And I'm sure that this has given our uh, listeners some good insight into Airbnbs and how to quit your corporate job. It's been a great turn of events for me. It's just been great. Fabulous. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Patty. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. If you are looking for financial freedom through real estate, please check out our website at 23rdstreetinvestors.com and get our free ebook, No Money, No Time, No Problem, How to Invest in Real Estate Even If You Think You Can't. Or better yet, join the Street Smart Investor Club, where our members get access to all the latest real estate investments. This has been The Artful Investor. Until next time, stay creative.